Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, May 2nd, and we have completed week 17 of 2022. As a reminder, businesstravel360.com is a great resource to take advantage of for everything business travel. Here you can listen, read, watch, take advantage of deals, look up events, and even have some fun with some great videos. You can check all of this out at businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to the headlines. The Federal Aviation Administration will meet with major U.S. airlines next month to discuss ways to improve the flow of air traffic to and from Florida, where weather delays early this month disrupted the travel plans of tens of thousands of passengers. The two-day meeting will be held in person in Florida, according to the FAA. Spirit Airlines will attend that meeting along with American Airlines, JetBlue, and a wide range of other airlines. Airlines have been flying more to some of Florida's most busiest airports. Florida logged a record of nearly 118 million domestic visitors last year. Miami service is up 113%, Tampa 107%, West Palm Beach over 132%. These are numbers from before the pandemic. Online hotel booking platform Trivago was fined $44 million by Australia's federal court on Monday for misrepresenting cheap hotel rates. According to the court's decision, Trivago engaged in conduct that was misleading or deceptive and likely to mislead or deceive the public. Mainly, Trivago claimed that it made it easier to find the ideal hotel rate for the best price in TV and digital advertisements while simultaneously positioning offers at the top of the consumer search that were not the cheapest offer for the hotel room. Instead, the court said that Trivago displayed offers made by those who were advertising with the company and those who had paid more per click were rewarded with higher rankings on the search engine. That practice led not only to profit for Trivago, according to the court, but Trivago had collected $58 million in profits from that model, but also led its customers to overpay by $38 million. In a statement, Trivago said it was disappointed with the outcome, but had already made changes recommended by the court. Uber has agreed to pay $26 million for misleading riders by falsely warning that they would be charged a cancellation fee for inflating estimates of comparable taxi rides. This is according to Australia's consumer watchdog. Uber admitted breaching Australia's consumer law by making false and misleading statements on its app. The first offense stems from a free cancellation policy that allows the customer to cancel a booking at no cost for up to five minutes after the driver accepts the trip. Between at least December 2017 and September 2021, more than 2 million Australian customers who attempted to cancel within five minutes were warned you may be charged a small fee since your driver is already on the way. Uber admits that it misled Australian users for a number of years and have caused some of them to decide not to cancel their ride after receiving the cancellation warning. Delta Airlines, which is facing another attempt to unionize its flight attendants, will begin paying cabin crews during boarding, a first for a major U.S. airline. Across the airline industry in the United States, hourly pay for flight attendants starts when all the passengers are seated and the plane's doors close. Delta said that the change will start June 2nd on all flights. 
In a memo to flight attendants, Delta Senior Vice President of In-Flight Service said that the new pay recognizes how important the role is for flight attendants to ensure welcoming, safe, and on-time start for each flight. The rate of pay during boarding will be 50% of regular wages. This change comes as Delta plans to increase boarding time for single-aisle planes from 35 minutes to 40 minutes, which the airline expects will increase the percentage of flights that depart on time. CWT has appointed Patrick Anderson as the TMC's new CEO, with the current boss, Michelle Freimeyer, stepping down from her role with the company. Anderson, who is currently CWT's president and CCO, will take over as CEO from May 1st and will also serve on the company's board of directors. Michelle Freimeyer, who took over from CWT's previous CEO, Kurt Eckert, in May 2021, has guided the company through its successful prepackaged Chapter 11 process in the U.S. in November 2021. Now with a strong financial foundation in place, CWT is positioned to accelerate its growth plan. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. The U.S. Centers of Disease Control and Prevention said it has updated its warning level policy for international travel, now only reserving level 4 warning for instances of extreme COVID-19 threats. A level 4 warning at which the CDC advises travelers not to visit regardless of vaccination status now indicates special circumstances such as rapidly escalating case trajectory or extremely high case counts. The other levels still will be determined by case counts and incidences during a 28-day period. With this new configuration, travelers will have a more actionable alert for when they should not travel to a certain destination, regardless of vaccination status, until we have a clear understanding of the COVID-19 situation at that destination. Greece has lifted COVID-19 restrictions on Sunday for foreign and domestic flights, ahead of the summer tourism season that officials hope will see revenues bounce back from the pre-pandemic slump. To fly in and out of the country, travelers were previously required to show either a vaccination certificate, a certificate saying that they had recovered from COVID, or a negative test. From May 1st, passengers and crew will only need to wear a face mask. Malaysia is the latest Asian country to remove all testing and COVID insurance requirements for fully vaccinated travelers, joining Singapore and Thailand in ending over two years of strict pandemic-era border controls. The country will scrap mandatory pre-departure and on-arrival tests for all incoming vaccinated travelers as of May 1st. Once they reach Malaysia, travelers will find that wearing masks outdoors will be optional, although they must be worn indoors unless they're sitting alone, exercising, eating, or drinking. On the flip side, the German government has extended the COVID travel regulations until the end of May. This means that anyone who wants to enter Germany from abroad still has to stick to the COVID entry rules. Before coming to Germany, people over 12 will be asked to upload and show their COVID documents while checking in or before boarding. This is known as 3G rule in Germany. Travelers who are transferring to an airport in Germany will also have to present proof of their COVID status before entering the country. Twenty twenty two will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Canadian Airlines WestJet and Air Transat have launched a new transatlantic code share. WestJet's code is now active for sale on select Air Trans flights to and from France, Italy, Spain, Portugal, Switzerland, and Croatia via connections through Toronto and Montreal for flight dates beginning May seventeenth. Air Transat's codes will be activated on May 4th on select WestJet flights to and from 14 Canadian cities. Once activated, WestJet and Air Transat customers will have a single purchase for connecting flights, the ability to check in for all flights, and their first destination and luggage checked through their final destination. 
German aviation giant Lufthansa Group has rejoined the UK-based Business Travel Association as a prime partner. The partnership will see Lufthansa Group play a key role at BTA's events this year and its campaign for better business travel support. Frank Wagner, General Manager of UK, Ireland, and Iceland at Lufthansa Group added, Rejoining the BTA was the natural next step for us as we look forward to a smooth recovery process. We're looking forward to benefiting from BTA support and expertise as travel levels grow again. UK-based travel management company ATPI has expanded its presence in Germany via a partnership with travel agency franchise company Lufthansa City Centre. The agreement will enable clients of both APTI and LCC to access each other's respective network. The agreement further builds ATPI's German network following last year's acquisition of Hamburg Sud, which is an LCC franchise. LCC clients will also benefit from ATPI's technology offerings, which will create a tech stack based on their global footprint. Star Alliance members, United Airlines and Singapore Airlines, are expanding their code share agreement. When finalized, United Passengers will be able to connect via Singapore's network to nine new destinations. Singapore Airlines customers will be able to connect on United Airlines flights in and out of Los Angeles. Their co-chair flights will be progressively made available for sale through the airline's respective booking channels, subject to approval. Take-Two Travel Solutions is further expanding in Europe by launching travel management services in Ireland. The startup TMC, which launched last year and is headed by CEO Chris Thelen, already has a presence in the UK, Europe, and US. Take-Two's new operation in Ireland has been created after the company recently acquired Eaton Travel Group. Although Take-Two and Eaton Travel continue to operate as separate brands in the UK, corporate travel has been rebranded as Take-Two Ireland and will be headed up by general manager Paul Sexton, which was formerly a co-owner of corporate travel. Turkish Airlines, Brazilian low-cost airline Goal, have signed a code-share and frequent flyer partnership. Passengers on Turkish Airlines flights from Africa, Asia, and the Middle East can purchase through the company's sales channel connecting flights operated by Goal to its Brazilian destinations. In addition, members of the airline's loyalty programs, Turkish Airlines Miles and Smiles and Goal Smiles, will be able to redeem and earn miles for flights on both airlines. Redemption will begin first, followed by accrual benefits at a later date. And now, in news relating to the return to travel. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts has announced results for the three months ending March 31, 2022. Highlights include global RevPAR growth of 39% compared to first quarter in 2021. System-wide rooms grew 200% points year-over-year, including 120 basis points for growth in the U.S. and 330 basis of growth internationally. Net income was $106 million compared to $24 million in the first quarter of 2021, adjusted net income of $88 million compared to $33 million in the first quarter of 2021. Sonesta International Hotels announced on Wednesday an investment in four boutique and lifestyle hotels located in Manhattan. They will operate respectively as the Benjamin Royal Sonesta New York, the Shelburne Sonesta New York, the Garden Sonesta ES Suites New York, and the 50 Sonesta Select New York. There are plans for the Benjamin property to receive a multi-million dollar renovation within 18 months and for the Shelburne to receive enhancements to its food and beverage operation. According to Sinesta President and CEO John Murray, as we considered opportunities to grow the Sinesta brand and raise awareness, a strong presence in New York City has been a long-term objective. Murray formerly was President and CEO of Service Properties Trust, which has a 34% stake in Sinesta. He became the Sinesta CEO last month. Air France and Delta are scheduled to operate a new shuttle service between Charles de Gaulle and JFK airports this summer. 
The two airlines will operate a total of eight airlines, six with Air France and two with Delta, between the two airports from the start of June, with departures nearly one to two hours during the day from Paris and a nearly hourly service departing New York in late afternoon. Air France said that summer schedule will be around 90% of its summer 2019 capacity, with flights to North America, Africa, Caribbean, and the Indian Ocean operating at above pre-COVID levels. And now in some space news. SpaceX launched a group of astronauts for NASA early Wednesday morning, with the company now having sent 26 people to orbit in less than two years. The Crew-4 mission, the company's seventh human spaceflight to date and fourth operational crew launch for NASA, reached orbit after launching from the agency's Kennedy Space Center in Florida at 4 a.m. Eastern Time. A SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket carried the four astronauts to space in the company's Crew Dragon spacecraft named Freedom. The SpaceX team executed beautifully according to NASA's associate administrator in a news conference after the launch. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.